Hello and welcome to Potter Nims, a Harry Potter podcast about Wizarding World words. My name is Al and I'm a giant nerd. With me is my co-host and brother. Hi, I'm Eric, and I'm not quite the Harry Potter geek or word nerd that Al is, so most of this will be new to me. Obviously, there will be spoilers. Each week, I'll choose a Wizarding World word and tell you all about why it is so awesome and clever. So whether you're like me and you know most of this already, or you're like me and most of this is a surprise, I hope you learn something that will add to your enjoyment of this phenomenal fantasy world. Today, I want to talk about Salazar Slytherin. Slytherin. All right. Mm-hmm. You're aware of this person, this character? Yes. Well, one of the houses of Hogwarts is named after him. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. He is one of the four founders of Hogwarts, so one of the greatest witches and wizards of, of his age. So a very powerful wizard, but also a power-hungry one mm. uh, in some ways. And he was the one out of the four founders who only wanted to let in pure bloods. Mm-hmm. None, none of these muggle-born wizards. None of these half-bloods. Yeah. You know? Uh. <laughs> to the point where he ended up leaving the school after the other three disagreed with him about that. Wow, okay. But before he left, he created the Chamber of Secrets, for which the second book is named. Uh-huh. And you remember what was in the Chamber of Secrets? Um... I <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably should... There's a creature in there that we've oh. talked about. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, the basilisk. Exactly. Yes, the basilisk. So he that that basilisk was only controllable by by Slytherin or his heirs, his true heirs. Mm-hmm. And he in fact set the task to his heirs to carry on his work and rid the school of Muggleborns using this basilisk that he left behind for them. Mhm. Nice guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and he was a parcel mouth, meaning he could talk to snakes. Mm-hmm. So in this case, he could talk to the basilisk. And that's something that was passed down. And Voldemort, Tom Riddle, is one of his heirs, his true heir. And that's where he got his ability to speak to snakes. Uh-huh. Which then eventually, you know, he transferred to Harry through the, the horcrux in his head. <laughs> Yeah. And so this is why this parcel mouth, you know, was thought to be this evil skill, because only the speakers were in this line descended from Slytherin. Yeah. Gotcha. So anyway, Salazar Slytherin is described, his appearance is described as (laughs) monkey-like, with a a long white beard down to the bottom of his robes. (laughs) (laughs) He would have won the contest for the longest wizard beard. Sounds like. (laughs) Even longer than Dumbledore's. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And he had a locket with an S on it, which eventually found its way to Voldemort and became a Horcrux. So in the way that Gryffindor had the sorting hat and the sword, Slytherin's sort of artifact that descended to the the present day in the books is his locket. His locket. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's get into his name. Yes, let's. Salazar Slytherin. J.K. Rowling loves her alliteration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Salazar is named after a real person. Antonio de Oliveira Salazar. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Who was a fascist dictator of Portugal from 1932 to 1968. Okay. Hmm. And J.K. Rowling lived in Portugal for a few years, and she has said that she chose Salazar to reference this fascist dictator. Okay. 
Wow. So, you know, going with that evil power kind of connection. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely (laughs) connection there. But Salazar is also uh, the name of a town in Spain, and it's, it's an old surname from that region. Hmm, okay. There was another, a couple other famous Salazars. You know, Rowling has said that the Antonio de Oliveira Salazar was the one she intentionally named after him. But there are a couple others that kind of fit in. Lope Garcia de Salazar was a, a famous 15th century writer. And he was granted a, a fief, an area to rule, kind of, for fighting in the Reconquista de Cuenza. He's the one who founded kind of a no, the notable family of Salazars in that region. The OG Sally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was Alonso de Salazar Frias, who was a 16th and 17th century Spanish inquisitor. Nobody expects mm. the Spanish Inquisition. Good <laughs> <laughs> uh, Monty Python reference. Mm-hmm. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Our chief weapon is surprise. Surprise and fear. Fear and surprise. Our two weapons are fear and surprise and ruthless efficiency. Our three weapons are fear and surprise and ruthless efficiency and an almost fanatical devotion to the Pope. Our four, no, amongst our weaponry, Ah, such elements as fear. I'll come in again. (laughs) Gotta love it. (laughs) I think that might be my favorite Monty Python skit. (laughs) And this guy was famed for actually stopping the witch convictions based solely on testimony. So he argued that many so-called witches confessed in order to stop the torture or that Mm. they were merely insane and not actually devil worshippers. So even though he was an inquisitor, he kind of at least partially changed the the, the kind of witch hunt criteria. Yeah. Interesting. Or at least fought against that. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That Salazar seems a little bit nicer, a little bit more of a good person than maybe uh, the Harry Potter Salazar. (laughs) Perhaps, perhaps. Although, you know, he was still an inquisitor. He wanted to make sure that he knew who the real witches were so that he could, you know, punish them or kill them versus Slytherin wanted to know who the real witches are, you know, in his opinion, the pure bloods, mm-hmm. in order to reward them mm-hmm. and, and denigrate mm-hmm. everybody else. Okay. Hmm. Um, and the word Salazar, it comes from the Castilian Sala, which means, do you know what that means? It's the same in Spanish. I don't remember much from Spanish. No. <laughs> <laughs> it means hall. Like the big grand hall room. Okay. And then the second part comes from the Basque Zahar, which means old. So Salazar means old hall. Yeah. You're giving me a look like that doesn't seem to fit. (laughs) No, I don't really. I'm not seeing that. Yeah, it doesn't really fit, except if you think about it as Slytherin left behind a big old hall at Hogwarts in the Chamber of Secrets. Mm Hmm. Okay. Maybe, maybe. A little stretch there. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Okay. The Chamber of Salazar. Mm. (laughs) What should it be called? The the, Chamber of Slytherin. The Salazar of Secrets. (laughs) Mm, mm -hmm, Exactly. There you go. The Great Old Hall of Secrets. Yep. (laughs) Yes, that is very fitting. Well, moving on to his last name, Slytherin, the first thing that comes to mind is it sounds like 
slithering. Exactly, <laughs> which is what a sneak does, basically. <laughs> slithering means to slide, which is kind of how a sneak moves, sliding along the ground. So this is kind of a, a reference to his ability to speak parcel tongue and, and his affinity for snakes. And, you know, the snake is the animal representing his house. Mm-hmm. And also the beginning of Slytherin is S-L-Y, sly, sly. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was one of his traits. Yeah, not only does Slytherin sound like slithering, but is spelled cooler. It also then, with a Y in there, <laughs> mm-hmm. helps spell sly. Everything's cooler when you throw a Y in it, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> like when you put a Z at the end of words. It's very 90s cool. Woo-hoo. Very 90s cool. <laughs> <laughs> so there's not really a lot more than that about Slytherin etymology. It was, I think, mostly made up to sound like slithering. Mm-hmm, yeah. So the one uh, one cool thing in keeping with some of our other episodes, there is an animal that has a name relating to Salazar Slytherin, a real-world uh-huh. animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a Slytherin uh, lizard or something? <laughs> Very close. It is a new species of pit viper, so Ooh. a snake uh-huh. that was discovered in India just in 2019. And the scientific name for this pit viper is Trimerosaurus salazar. Mm. And it was specifically named after Salazar Slytherin from the Harry Potter series. Wow. Mm-hmm. So cool. <laughs> this series continues to, to permeate all through not only pop culture, but like the scientific world. And right. <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> all, the, all the kids that grew up reading it like us are now... Making excellent scientific discoveries all over the world and leaving little Harry Potter Easter eggs along with it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> cool. So a new a new snake recently found this the Salazar. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So that is Salazar Slytherin, the second of the Hogwarts founders that we have talked about. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I always kind of imagined that his name was related to snakes. I mean, you kind of just, mm-hmm. from the start, it kind of <laughs> couldn't have possibly been anything else yes. with a name like that. <laughs> but yeah, Salazar. I hadn't really heard that name before, mm-hmm. I don't think. Okay. It's, it's interesting that it sounds like not as much named for what it actually means, but specifically inspired by this person. That's kind of a cool thing to, you know, go live in a different country for a while. Like you had said, Portugal, I think, right? Yep, yep. And soak up some of the culture and history there. And, aha, wow, that's that's the perfect kind of character to use for a book down the road. Yes, exactly. Maybe she didn't have the name in her head for years before writing the series, but could draw from past experiences living someplace mm-hmm. else to get uh, just the perfect name because I think Salazar Slytherin, mm. it has the alliteration of the s- snake sounds. Exactly, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, initials, SS, like mm-hmm. have negative connotations <laughs> in oh, our yeah. universe. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the snake references. Yes, the evil snake references. <laughs> yes. Well, cool. Well, if you enjoyed learning about Salazar Slytherin, 
snake of a guy, um, <laughs> then <laughs> then make sure you're subscribed to the Potter Names podcast so you can check out other episodes we do. We've got over 50 already in our library, and we continue to make episodes about people's names and places and spells and creatures and all that fun stuff. So make sure you're subscribed and also following us on Instagram and Facebook at Potter Names. Yeah, and if you want to watch these episodes in animated form or smaller clips from them, check out our YouTube channel. And you can find plenty of extra clips that don't appear in any of the episodes over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash potternims. And make sure to rate, review, and share with your other Harry Potter friends. Well, until next time, I'm Al. And I'm Eric. And this has been Potternims. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs>